production staff gave me the good. Go ahead. We have one of the production staff with us today. We do. So welcome to the Giving Back Podcast. I have Aaron Thockmorton, Colin Tordale, and Michelle Tordale. Special guest. Welcome. Yes, the first time. First time. Yeah. Excited? Yeah, of course. Nervous? A little bit. Wow. No, well, sitting next to you two, anybody would be nervous. Like, what are you guys going to throw at me? Hmm. What, what are you guys going to say that's being recorded that that's a we whole can't take different back? podcast, lady? We've been trying to keep it PG thirteen, which allows us one f bomb. Um, but I don't know. We've actually, I feel we've been very <laughs> reserved. We have, but we have sponsors, so yeah. Well, this is this is going to be like one of the most controversial subjects, you know, taking women hunting with you. Man, I would agree with that. It's going to be fully loaded, you know. Taking your significant other with you hunting? Correct, because I've met people that I know friends that hunt with their significant others. I know some that would never hunt with their significant others. I have, and I do, obviously – Ozzy's a big part of the show and the yes. podcast, and so I love it. Um, but you guys, tell us about this journey. Well, I've... The <coughs> hunting journey now. No. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've hunted, grown up hunting, and really got back into it later, last several years. Um, and I'd go out hunting, and um, she'd stay back at the cabin, or just even here, and I'd just go out with friends, and then... One time, we're at our cabin in Lincoln, and her brother stopped by, and then he left and came back. He's like, there's elk right across the river. So my son and I jumped in the truck and drove, and he dropped us off, and we went into this really thick area, timber. And we're in there looking at elk. We're having to get down below, looking underneath branches because it's so thick in there. You could see him moving. It's really quiet. It just rained like that morning. And so my son and I are following him all the way through there. Then the elk kind of cut out and go out. And so we're following them, and all of a sudden we see Michelle and my daughter out there. <laughs> Funniest thing, she had these bright white gloves on. She's like a traffic cop. Whoa! I'm like, put your hands down. <laughs> right? She was trying to help you find the elk. But what happened is they sat behind a bush, and the herd of elk walked like 25 yards from them. Oh, my. So that was exciting. After that, I think that really got her hooked on wanting to go. Well, right before that, I thought, he's never going to take me anywhere ever again. I just – I. I freaking just blew his bow hunt. I thought I am in so much trouble. But, you know, experiencing that with my daughter, you know, we're sitting underneath this tree and a bow or a bull came like, you know, five yards broadside. And, you know, people can go spend money on all these scents and, you know, elk piss and all this stuff and just smell like an elk. We just got out of the shower with herbal essence. We're sitting under the tree and that bull came in, you know, five yards broadside. It's you know, the it's wind. the wind. It's the wind. It's the so, wind. But it was an experience that, you know, it was it was so cool. Because what happened to the second bull that walked up on the other side of the bush? We didn't even see him until all of a sudden he <laughs> came running and he skidded to a halt right on the other side of the bush from us. And I thought, oh, crap. <laughs> he doesn't like herbal essence. Like no, he didn't like herbal essence. He no. turned around and he left. But, you know, it was it was an experience. I mean, you know, my first instinct was like, my I'm going to get a divorce over this. He's never going to forgive me for ruining his hunt. That would be valid reason. Nah, it's fine. They, we, we caught up to the elk right at dark, my son and I again. So you were forgiven, see? It okay. was. And it kind of, <laughs> it kind of you know, got something going that, you know, I think I want to go on these hunts with you. 
I love bow hunting. I mean, I, I've been around hunting my whole life growing up in Augusta, Montana. My dad used to guide hunters back in the Bob Marshall. So I've heard stories. I've been around hunting. I've ate elk and deer my whole life. And I've been around it. I mean, I've shot and killed animals with um, with a gun. But bow hunting has definitely kind of gotten my blood now. So and it took until late 40s to get there. But um <laughs> So after this, she's been wanting to go out on the hikes with me. So we'd go out and bugle, then the elk answer, and then they come in, and she's like, this is awesome. So last year, Mm -hmm. yeah, a year ago, you bought your first bow. You know, and it's, it's, it's exhilarating, but it's also something that we can do as a couple together. Um, we enjoy it, sitting out in the backyard, throwing arrows down and, you know, practicing and stuff. And thank God he's patient with me. Um, and he's, he's a good teacher, but. Um, <laughs> you paid her to say that. Yeah, it's court ordered. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and he, he definitely, you know, when you're first learning to shoot a bow, I mean, your confidence can can go in the tank real I mean, it can take really fast, you know, all of a sudden you're going to look for that arrow you shot over the fence or you just have bad days, but he's really good at um, getting me back on track and stuff like that. So last year was the first year that we went out bow hunting with a license and a legal, me being legally. For you as a bow hunter. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, I'm. Just to clarify, all the other years I've been hunting has been legal as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they've, they've been illegal up until last, <laughs> until year. last year. You have to edit that part out. Right. <laughs> you know, a lot of people would find it disappointing, you know, going out hunting and not being able to, you know, shoot anything. But it was so much fun last year. I mean, I knocked my arrow twice. And, of course, both I, I didn't let it fly because, one, we had winds, wind caused a, an issue. The other one, the wolves caused, caused an issue. But... It was one of the best hunting trips, you know, or seasons that I've ever, ever had. It was, it was amazing, you know, to do it with your husband and um, just experience, you know, going out there listening, watching him take a nap while I'm listening for bears or whatever. So I'll never get over that fear, but. I mean, it's um, two o'clock in the afternoon. Nothing's happening. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. There's no bears out of two in the afternoon. But I can tell you, I mean, even, I mean, like, like you said, being out there hunting or just being out there with him while he's hunting. That's incredible. But to have that bow in your hand and that tag in your pocket, it's a different level of excitement, anxiety. I mean, it's there's nothing like it. So knowing that you could be the one to pull that back and, oh, man, is it 21 yards? Is it 27? Is he broadside? Is he moving? It's How many things go through your head, right? It's crazy. And you were actually there on one of your first bow kills in Africa. So she got to see that and then... I remember that too, because on the first trip to Africa, you or the first couple, did you hunt? The first I one, didn't. didn't. I yeah. did. I didn't hunt. Now I have a list. <laughs> so, um, and I, I can't wait to, you know, go. First. Guys, I can help your wives fill out their lists. Yes. You know, and if there's <laughs> hunting lists, if there are yeah, women listening, you know, <laughs> yeah, if there are women listening besides our grandmothers, moms, and stuff, <laughs> and the four our, women that are listening, yeah. right? <laughs> um, you know. Go experience. I mean, even if go to Africa, go as just the wife and go get in the blind and just watch the animals. Or even if you don't want to do that, there's so many things in Africa to do, um, you know, at, at these outfitters. I mean, there's you can go shopping and take along with them. I mean, I know I know a lot of people. Why would I go? Well, why wouldn't you want to go? I mean, just the culture, 
you know, seeing all the different animals. And not, and not just Africa, but even here in our home state, Montana, right? Exactly. We're out hiking in the mountains and seeing great sunrises and sunsets. and Chipmunks just, are screaming and birds yeah. are squawking. And like you said, you're spending time together. You know, and yeah, that's that's amazing. for those that think, oh my God, you know, I haven't done it. I'm too old to get into that now. No, you're not. No, no, you're not. No. I mean, you can. There's so many, and, and there's so many different ways to bow hunt. Like I said, elk, you're going to be walking. Mm-hmm. White tail. Sometimes you're sitting in a blind. You yeah. know, we. I mean, Ozzy and I'll do that. We'll hike the mountains, and after four days, we're like, let's go sit in a blind and on our butts and just watch deer. And there's a lot of times we don't even pick up the bow. Yeah. We're just there together. We're watching the deer. So yeah, we we hope that we can get more women. Um, into hunting that, that truly want to hunt, not just want the notoriety, but truly want to hunt and, like say, spend time with your significant other. And it does take patience. It does. It does. On both us both. and them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I can talk about one benefit, guys, if you're listening to your spouse <laughs> going, because, you know, for years it would be like, you need another pair of boots or why do you need more hunting clothing? And so I had to explain, you know, it's in September, early September, it could be 90 degrees, so I need something light. And then by the time November rolls around, it could be sub-zero. I need something there, too. The benefit is they get it now. Yes. So you like kind of go to the sporting goods store and like, oh, I need this. You're like, oh, yeah, I get it. Buy it, right? So Good thing is you can buy what you want. Right. Bad thing is you're buying two. Now well, you have to buy two. And it <laughs> yeah. also makes it easier for him for, you know, buying gifts because, I mean, what do you, you know, trouble trying to figure out what to get the wife for her birthday? Well, the wife needs new hunting clothes. I'll just go give her a gift card. She can go buy her own. So which oh, needs a new which rifle. Now that now that I'm into hunting, I'm like, I'll take all the gift cards I can get. So right, yes. Well, that's cool that you guys did that. And like I say, Ozzy and I have traveled a lot together. We hunt a lot together. Um, and it's I think it makes it more special. Personally, that's just that's that's my take on it. So I would say any couples out there, do it. Now, if it causes problems, maybe stop. Right. But uh, <laughs> it's I think it just adds. It just makes it more special for me, for sure. Especially when starting out. Like when she started out for shooting bow, she's getting super frustrated. And I just like, no, I just need you to shoot consistently in a spot. I don't care where on the target it is. Yes. Just that one spot. Then we can adjust from there. Exactly. He does have, he's had trouble adjusting to, okay, I'm left eye dominant, but right handed. Okay. So I shoot my bow left handed. And That's trying, different. trying That's to different. see him, trying to finagle, trying to, you know. Trying to figure out, okay, out the quirks. I draw this way, so I have to think about the other way. Okay, now this is how you do it this way, you know. So I actually picked up the bow, her bow, and shot left-handed a couple of times just to just get the experience. Yeah, because it is different for us because we're not used to that, right? You know, but it boils down to it's still you still sight the bow on the same. But yeah. like you said, hit consistently, then adjust your. Then sight. you can yeah, do don't something mess with the it. sights. I, I've seen people do that even at the range, and they shoot one arrow, just the sight, shoot again, rest. I'm like, yeah. no. First, you have to group. <laughs> you know? So starting out with her, I, I wasn't even concerned about where I was hitting. I just wanted her to get reps, practice pulling the bow back, hit the anchor point at the same time, just hit those spots. I don't care where the arrow lands on the target at that point. And then you could see the arrow start getting more and more consistent. The more she did it, the more she figured that piece out. And yep. then we can adjust sights. Well, and, and we've been shooting bows our whole lives. We forget that they forget little things. I remember mm-hmm. when Ozzy started shooting, um, one time she pulled up and – hit the very bottom of the target there was some wood i'm like man what happened there and i'm like did you look through your peep site and she goes oh no (laughs) you know so it's just little things that you know we're we're so used to so we do have to be patient because they're going through the learning curves just like we did just like we did so that's enjoyable having her out there on the hillside i mean we'll we'll make a sandwich walk out you know chill yeah 
a few laps in. And it is nice when you get an elk down to have a second person there to help. Well, I told oh, her, like, man. in Africa, when I shoot an animal, the outfitter's there to take care of it. And that's why she's there. Because she is then going to no. be right. the tracker, the Sherpa. skinner, Sherpa. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's not I just need happen. to take a chill, you know, hang out. This is what the male <laughs> lion's do in it. In, no, you know, I'm, I'm the, the, I'm the wi- person on the back of his shoulder going, okay, we're four miles in. Do you we really want to get something down the that we have to carry The male lions kill. Out? I'm uh, just saying. And then they eat, and then the females take care of the rest. Like we saw in Africa, <laughs> the female stood there, had to lay there and stare at the male while he ate. Correct. And then when he was done, then she could go eat. Man, I want to see what happens with this after the podcast <laughs> with you two. <laughs> yeah, you should really think about your conversation here because, you know, archery season starting here in a couple months. And right. That's, that that's smack talk you're talking might come back to bite you in the ass. We're going to go on a long walk. <laughs> <laughs> One's not coming back and I'm putting my money on her. <laughs> so, well, thanks for joining us today. Um, I think it's important to get this message out and try and get more women in the outdoors and probably more couples hunting together. I think that's really, really important. Make it a family event. Exactly. Get the kids involved. And I always took my kids and I have people say, oh, I can't take my kids because they're going to mess up my hunt. So what? It's It's, it's about the experience. It's the memories that you're making out there. It is. It is. So, um, no, good stuff today. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Thank you for being here. It was fun. It was good. It wasn't too bad. You guys were you guys were okay. We're okay. Yeah, just okay. okay? Yeah, uh, we want at least four stars on Yelp. Four and a half. <laughs> you you got it. <laughs> Thanks everyone. Thanks, Thank guys. you. If any of you want to go on any of these hunts or trips around the world that we talk about on this podcast, True Flight Adventures can help you with every step of the way. Get a hold of us either by calling or emailing, and we can get you on that trip of a lifetime. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of our stories and commentary, or something to sleep to, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy watching us ramble on, then subscribe on YouTube or Carbon TV. Until next time on Giving Back TV Podcast.